0: Good afternoon, everybody. It is Thursday afternoon, and it is now time for Inside the Eye Live Prime Time. Hey Fetch, hey Fetch.
1: Quiet, quiet. Go ahead. She's she's asking a question. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Hey Fetch, did that woman really say you have garnets of steel and a mind like a freaking laser? Mary, you
0: can't be asking questions like that. This is Inside the guy live Prime Time.
2: Why not? Aren't we broadcasting from the Middle East? Well,
0: yeah, but we might be seen as being politically incorrect.
1: You know, the problem is everybody dumps people when there's a, like a sign of, of political incorrectness. fei hey, you're always politically
2: correct.
0: Heck, thanks. Does, does that mean we can talk about dumping the Israelis tomorrow?
2: I'm sure you will probably say quite a bit more than that. And now coming to you live from somewhere in the Middle East, this is Inside the iLive Primetime with your host,
1: The Fetch.
0: All right, everybody. (laughs) Welcome. It's The Fetch. Indeed, this is The Fetch. And things are nice. Quick thank you very much I should say for that, Mary, from Oman, Jordan. This is the Fatch and you are listening to Inside the Ally Primetime. And a good Thursday afternoon to early evening to all of you listening in the United States and Canada. And a good late evening to early Friday morning to all of you listening in European and Asian time zones. And, of course, wherever you are listening out there on the World Wide Web or FM and micro-FM broadcasting outlets, may all be well with you and yours. Today's date is June the 20th. 2019 at least for those of you on the main prime time stream there it's actually june 21st here i haven't even checked is it going to be summer today or is that tomorrow I haven't even checked. The weather here, though, in Amman has been a largely pleasant uh, day today with daytime highs reaching 84 degrees with largely sunny skies. Uh, Winds throughout the day kept the air reasonably fresh. However, as nightfall settled in, temperatures fell, of course, as you can expect, down into the middle 70s, although the winds largely died down. So it's still kind of bit felt a little bit warm. So. Uh, It is what it is, right? Now, we're currently sitting at 66 degrees at just after 1 o'clock a.m. in the morning with a very, very light breeze of around 5 miles per hour coming out of the west. Overnight lows should bottom out to about 63 degrees in the hour before sunrise before turning around and doing pretty much the same thing over again tomorrow. So it's going to be a nice day. Uh, First of all, let's just kind of get this started here, and I'm going to be cheating a little bit. So I'm going to say, "Hey, the chat room—it's open. Uh, InsideTheEyeLive.com. I'm actually not even there yet. InsideTheEyeLive.com forward slash live live underscore chat. There it is. Uh, Hit enter, dude, and yes, that will pull it up pretty quickly. We hope, and there it goes." And there's Pressy. We got news on the, uh, oi, not, we have news on the cat report this today, uh, about Pressy, uh, but it's kind of good news. Uh, let's see, live chat. I see it loading, but I don't see the chat room, man. Where'd my chat room go? Uh, where's the chat room, guys? Is it here? I don't see the chat room. I'm looking. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There it is. It popped up. Uh, as usual, not a whole lot of people there. I see Blau Ocean snippets. Is that from today? Yeah, snippets. Hi. And Windmiller is there and, and detox Kool-Aid. Again, it's open. Again, inside the iLive.com. Click on the live chat button. Telephone numbers, if you'd like to call in, 1323 275 That's one three two three two seven five one three one four. I don't really know. What we're going to talk about today. How's that sound? We we promise to make whatever it is we're going to talk about entertaining. Uh, You know, I've been very busy, as you can imagine here, getting everything locked up and rounded out. I don't even know that. That didn't even sound right. But it was boxed up. How does that sound? Boxed up and getting ready, packed up and ready to go. We're going to be shutting down Amman again. We told you this summer. It's uh, basically we finally got like the, bookets now, or the tickets now booked. So we are looking forward to getting out of here. And, you know, I, sometimes you just get frustrated with people. You know, about two minutes before showtime. In fact, tonight, just to kind of back up a little bit. Today, we went out a little bit. We went to talk to... Different airlines to book tickets and see how to get the cats out of here and. Uh, we at least got us solved. I still got to solve for the cats, but, you know, getting out and about and enjoying the day a little bit, you know, taking some memory type of photos, going around just, you know, I've been here 10 years, everybody. That's a long time to be in a month. So we've been taking a lot of like memory photos, going to places that we haven't been in a while, just taking pictures, you know, saying hi, you know, waving. Yes, I was here, that type of thing, because we're very serious about shutting this place down. And, and you know, I'm not regretting. Actually, I'm actually not regarded about two out, two minutes before showtime. Two minutes. I live on what is called a secondary uh, a secondary street, I guess you could call it, a secondary thoroughfare. And so that means that it's not a main street, it's certainly not a super main street, but it's a secondary street to go from second circle back to third circle, if you're familiar with Amman, and it's called, I guess I shouldn't give it away, but anyways, it's a secondary street, how's that? And I'll tell you what, man, it's one o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, and somebody is just stopping traffic a little bit just down the street. Cars are backing up. And these idiots, I swear, these idiots are honking their horns. And I'm like, I go to the window. I was like, do you guys even freaking understand? People live here. You know, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. These idiots are honking their horns because they have no patience. I'm like, dudes, what the hell's the matter with you? And this guy yells out, hey, go to sleep. I'm like, screw you, man. Just get off your freaking horns, man. It's it, people. People live here. And so, you know, it's these types of Jordanian issues that I'm not going to miss at all, because even though I'm polite and I don't kind of trash on people's cultures while I live there, uh, this part of Jordanian culture, the impatience, the meat. Me firstness of these, some of these people, it just annoys the heck out of me. Because as Americans, we always try to be fair and honest and ethical about what's going on. And I'm like, come on, man. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. You guys are literally honking your horns right outside my window. And it's not that I'm sleeping, right? I've got to worry about the show to do. And the last thing I want is a bunch of cars honking outside my my window here. So I actually did shut that window. It's not going to keep the street noise out that much. But that means, guess what? Temperatures start to rise again inside the room and we're already gone from a 79 to an 81 basically in about four minutes because i shut the windows and now i basically got the the oven effect from the house just being hot you know you really need to keep your your windows open here to keep your house uh, rather nice and cool all right people are starting to filter into the chat room that's a great thing Saw a fairly interesting. Well, I didn't see it. I heard about it. I, you know, Donald Trump, President Trump. uh, I'm on his mailing list, private type of. It's not private, but I'm on a mailing list with Donald Trump, right? And I've thoroughly become disillusioned with the guy. You know, there's nobody else besides this guy. Quite frankly, there is nobody else. I mean, period. Let's let's. At least I don't see anybody else on the horizon. Maybe a, a Tulsi Gabbard, Gabby. Gabby Tolk, was her? what's her name? Tulsi Gabbard, something like that. But she might be okay. That's this congresswoman from, uh, Hawaii as far as future leaders, but there's no leaders inside of American. Funny thing is you had like, Somebody, I don't even know who it was, it, just in passing today, I think it was uh, Marco Rubio, he's saying that I'm going to keep uh, Huawei, I'm inter- introducing legislature to keep Huawei from capitalizing on charging royalties for their patents. And I'm like, you know what? You know, American politicians have got to be some of the dumbest brain-dead morons going, man. You have patent law. You have intellectual property right protections that we should be honoring. The biggest thing you're talking about is you're complaining about how China isn't protecting your property, intellectual property in China, and here you are actually institutionalizing that you're not going to protect people's property, intellectual property. You're institutionalizing it into law. It's like, how stupid do you guys got to be? And I'm like, man, we are led by a bunch of brain dead morons, bar none. and. Trump is sitting there talking, right? And he says, "Uh, you know, we're going to start deporting a million people starting next week. I'm like, really, dude, you're going to you're going to deport a million people starting next week. Okay, he's supposed to be starting in Florida. He tweeted this out this past Monday. It was the eve of his formally announcing his reelection bid, which he had the big rally down in Florida. And he said that U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement would next week begin the process of removing the millions of illegal aliens who illicitly found their way into the United States they will be removed as fast as they come in. Yeah, right, dude. Nobody buys your stuff anymore, I'll be honest. But, you know, go ahead. You can make the statement. But I'm like thinking, yeah, right. You know, Tim Fitton, I think his name is Tom Fitton, Tom Fitton. I think Tim Fitton, Tom Fitton. I ain't got these names. I ain't got, that's terrible English. I know everybody, but what the heck? Uh <laughs> I ain't, I ain't, people love my I ain't. I don't know why, but people love my I ain't, especially the British people. They like my I ain't. Uh, but I ain't impressed with whatever Trump says lately. And again, Tom, Tim Fitton or Tom Fitton, he's with Judicial Watch. He said something like 900,000, 900,000. Can I repeat that one more time? 900,000 illegal resi- illegal aliens voted in our elections. Can you imagine the outright fraud and incompetence of the American ju- legislative system to allow 900 900- – it's Tom Fitton, thank you – but to allow literally 900,000 people to – Vote in your elections. Joy is the incredible incompetence. That's assuming the best, okay? But literally, it is incompetence of the American people to enable and allow this to happen. It's not just the people that are counting the votes. It's everybody involved. Guys, 900,000. And you got this stacked up leftist nutcase house right now. And how did you get there? Well, you got there because 900,000 illegals voted in the election this past this past uh midterm election. Is that absolutely insane or what? It is absolutely intolerably insane to say the least. And you know, talking about uh you know, besides the election, you know, Trump is losing like MQ9 He's losing his MQ-9, uh, what do you call it, Reapers, faster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People saying, ain't you sounding very happy? Yeah. You know, first of all, I'm having a reasonably good time. I don't even know why. You know, I don't even know why. <laughs> you know, what the heck? Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, cause these morons are beeping outside my window. That's for sure. Ah, uh, let's see. MQ nine. Let me get to the MQ nine Reapers. You know, the MQ nine Reaper, it's essentially one of the United States top of the line drones, you know, it flies 30,000 feet, 25, 30,000 feet, something like eight, that 18 to 25,000. I'm not exactly sure exactly how many, but, uh, I should have. I should have stuck with this stupid. It's to me. It's stupid. I'm. I'm going to go back. Let me just give you some numbers before I go to the MQ9 thing, guys. Uh, according to some statistics here, the largest number in America, anyways, guys. The largest number of people deported by the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency, or whatever they're called was 409,000 in 2012, 409,200 in 2012. Now Trump says he's going to be getting rid of 1 million people. I haven't even figured out how many that is per day, but that operation would entail the arrest of as many as 10,000 immigrants a day to get to those figures, you know, something like that. Cause I guess 365 days times 10,000 would get you to the to that number, I guess. Now, any massive, let's be honest, any massive deportation blitz would affect not only undocumented immigrants with pending removal orders, but millions of mixed status families with members who are U.S. citizens, particularly children. Now, as far as I'm concerned, guys, I don't care. Get rid of them. All of them. They don't deserve to be in America. Look, I'm leaving Amman because of immigration issues. Understand this. I am leaving Amman because of immigration issues, first and foremost. The country here has made it very difficult, if not impossible, to justify staying here as a legal resident. That's not a joke. They have made it impossible to justify staying here. So because we believe in national policies, that governments have a right to protect their internal systems, their internal government, their country itself, they have a right to pick who they want to be there, who they don't want to be there. Obviously, if we support this policy and the Jordanians make a decision that they really don't want expats in their country anymore, guess what? then you get out. You honor that word because you believe in what you say. Now, if I am leaving and I know many, 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 many people who are leaving Jordan now or who have already left and we are leaving because of the policies of the government here, well, guess what? Why, again, should you have any tears lost for people who are going to have to leave our country, the United States, or anywhere else. Think about it. I don't care. I honestly, I don't care. Let me, you know, years ago, there was a guy. I'll tell you a story about a Jordanian. And what he did, he was actually, you have to have a sponsor inside the country. This guy was actually Emily's sponsor here. And he basically took a lot of money from a lot of Filipinas, Claiming to help, I know his brother was head of one of the immigration offices up in the farther northern part of the country. He took a lot of money. And guess what? He got his visa from the United States Embassy and he disappeared. He promptly basically he he wanted to get out of Jordan, so he took a lot of money, paid for everything, left here, and he has since disappeared inside of Jordan inside of the United States. Under peer fraudulent. And of course, these guys are the same people who are are ready to arrest you inside of their country. All right. That's reality, folks. So I don't have any patience for the illegal stuff going on in our country. We have a right to our own nation. We have a right to our own culture. We have a right not to have a bunch of idiots inside of our government imposing upon we, the people, all of these native, non integrative, not native, but foreign, non integratable, literally, non integratable people into our countries. Take the story of, let's say, well, we could talk about Lewiston, but let's go somewhere else. Let's go into Minnesota. Minnesota, again, a Nordic country. And, and here we are importing people from Somalia. Now the people coming into Somalia don't have the biggest brains in the world. They don't. They're not that bright. They cannot survive in a Nordic world if you don't basically hand them your, what, your culture, your cultural inventions, your your cities, and all your infrastructure. Essentially, central Minnesota, which is far more conservative than, say, Minneapolis, they're having to deal also with this massive Somalian Im- immigration. Now, there's a guy by the name of Dave Kleiss. He's a Republican mayor of St. Cloud. And he's been voicing his support for the resettlement program. But he's also drawn criticism for not forcefully denouncing groups like C Cubed, and C Cubed is all about basically getting rid of all of these Somalians. St. Cloud is the state's 10th largest city. At It has increased its population by 33% over the past 30 years to roughly 70,000 people. And the share of non-white residents grew to 18% from 2%, mostly from East African immigrants from Somalia, Kenya, and Ethiopia. And the number of Somalis continued to grow. Now, the Somalis can't run their own country. The Somalis do not have the ability to actually function In a way that we would expect to function here in the United States and Western civilization. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. Listen, we don't, what do you need a ton of Somalis in St. Cloud, Minnesota for? What do you need them there for? You have tons of work. Yeah, I've heard rumors of like people like Cargill and some of these other major agro-processing plants. They basically sneak them in, pay them as small a wage as possible, but you know what? We should have our major corporations supporting our people. They already have enough money half of the time. They're not even paying taxes anyways. Think about that. Major corporations in America are so well entrenched, they don't even pay taxes anyways, and they're making money hands over fist, and they don't even want to pay a little bit extra for American people to earn a decent wage to grow a family and essentially keep the cultural bonds of this country going. So what does that make these corporations? Really, that makes them enemies of the American people. They are globalist in mind and therefore an enemy of the American people. They are not nationalist-focused. They are international-focused, and they want to do everything they can, quite frankly, to destroy the fabric of the United States. Now, across various parts of Minnesota, this 3Cube or C-Cube network, they've been focusing on the anti-refugee news in Minnesota. It's gaining strength. And as well, there's small communities like C-Cubed, community groups, I should say, like C-Cubed, which repeatedly... Invite anti-Muslim speakers to town. Now, it should not be just anti-Muslim. It should be anti-immigrant. Again, it should be anti-immigrant, period. Now, again, you have situations now where if you bring in, if you bring in the, the base element, I'm talking about the worst of the worst of a culture, they are going to be fundamentalists by nature. This means that they will not tolerate cultures outside of their own norm. They don't have the brains to actually fact function in a society that is open like we have in the United States. So you know what? You could bring in a bunch of intolerant, not intolerant. You could bring in the base of the base of the base of the Jewish community, have them flood a particular area. And you're going to get the exact same problems as you would with the Islamic community. Because the base of the base of the base is the worst of the worst of the worst. That's just a fact, everybody. So essentially what's happening here is you've got many people now in Minnesota getting together and saying, hey, this isn't working for us. In St. Cloud's, of course, some opponents of the refugee programs have taken the introduction of non-pork options to the Local public schools as an attack on their way of life. Well, it is an attack. When you're imposing your dietary means upon the local population, it is an attack. And for places like the New York Times to try to play this down, again, the New York Times is a Jewish globalist network that does not have and should not have a place inside of the United States. It should be taken over by nationalist elements and the Jewish elements kicked out of the New York Times. It is a danger to the republic. There have been Catholic charities, good old Catholic charities, one of the providers who led the state's refugee program. Isn't that nice? Oh, you wonderful Catholic charities, and it's not just the Catholics, guys, it's the Lutherans, the Methodists, the Baptists, it doesn't matter, because what happens is the government, meaning Jewish people who print the money, are paying Christian organizations good money to support this agenda, which means basically Catholic charities is a whore. The Lutheran charities who are doing this are whores to an agenda. The Baptist charities are whores to an agenda. They're all just a bunch of whores taking the money. They have no ethics. They have no backbone. You know, people are complaining now that essentially there are now no-go zones in something like St. Cloud, Minnesota. Can you imagine a no-go zone in a place like St. Cloud, Minnesota? Seriously? Seriously? And again, if the people from Somalia want to create this type of militarized environment, why don't we as the American people see this as a militarized invasion of the nation equally? Because if you're going to have an immigrant population come into your country and tell you that you are not allowed to come into our part of the city, they basically have taken over your city. It's an invasion. Oh, I think we're on a break already. Did I hear something there? Yeah, we're going into a break already, man. Wow, that was a first fast, quick half hour. It's the Fetch Inside the Eye live prime time Thursday, June 20th. Back with more right after this. Welcome back. It's the Fetch Inside the Eye live intelligent media for the politically aware. And I'm going to just get to this call. need to pop that down next time. Hi, Frank. Uh, I hope you're live. Welcome to inside the eye live.
1: Hey Dennis, it's uh, it was really good to hear you say that you're in a, a good mood today. Yeah, I'm
0: in a good that mood. That made why me not?
1: feel good. Yeah, uh, why not?
0: Yeah. Well, that's
1: good. <laughs> I, I don't have plenty mean to of bring reasons. You
0: down, but, uh, yeah, I have plenty of reasons not to be, but hey, you know, it ain't gonna help you. So I figured I might as well cheer up for at least two hours of Inside the Eye live prime time.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, I'll be brief and, and get out of your sure. way. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I heard about this rally, this, uh, make America great again, rally that Trump held in yeah. Orlando, Florida the other day. And, you know, he's still bringing them in. I mean, you know, they're, 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 uh, you know, standing in line for hours and yes, you know, I know still that. not enough room to bring them all in and everything. But, um, I heard a, a, a report from someone who was there who, you know, he's a pretty smart person and kind of sees through it all, but uh, is also a Trump supporter, kind of, you know, kind of leaning towards being a die or Trump supporter, but also sees the difficulties and whatnot. And I mean, I, you know, I've supported and voted for the guy, but I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't see any evidence at all or evidence, whatever you want to call it, to suggest that Trump is going to do anything he says he's going to do uh, with regards to illegal immigration. Uh, and a whole, and a lot of other issues I know, I know I guess he's done some things people say but um I don't think he's gonna do anything I just tell you I think it's totally unreal, unreal unrealistic at this point uh based on what we know about trump that, that, to think that he's gonna do anything um i think we're I think we've had it I
0: really do. You know, a lot of people actually support your words, Frank, uh, from people that talk to me privately behind the scenes. They're without trying to throw a lot of water on people's enthusiasm because it's not what we're generally about here. But a lot of people are feeling the same way that Trump has essentially squandered, uh, not that he had a great start, but he, he himself has squandered a lot of the goodwill that he had by, as you say, just not doing anything he says he's going to do. He says he's going to do something. He pulls back, and we have so many lists now of that. It's like, dude, who only, only, your, only your enthusiastic Yahoo supporters are going to go after, and that's fine. You'll get reelected, but those of us who have been doing this a long time, we're not impressed.
1: I heard you mention it at the beginning of the show, but I'm not sure if you uh, covered the aspect that, he paraded uh, Governor DeSantis and also Marco Rubio uh, before the crowd uh, like they were some champions of, of uh, you know, patriotic virtue as well. And I mean, you know what DeSantis has done recently, uh, mm-hmm. taking his people to Israel. And then Marco Rubio is always working on some anti-American uh, anti patriot uh, legislation or something, you know, anti second amendment or something. And, and also you might not be aware of this. You probably have heard something about it, but you know, I, I, I'm not on the internet. I haven't gone and done the research myself, but I've heard from a number of different venues that, um, uh, while she is anti war and apparently, uh, is pretty smart and capable in a lot of ways and, and appealing, uh, she's anti second amendment. The, the congresswoman in, uh, Hawaii from Hawaii. Uh, she's anti Second Amendment, and she's a veteran and a patriot. I mean, how could she not get it? Wow, into the I didn't know Amendment? that. We don't have anything else. Yeah, I didn't and, know that. And, and people say, "Well, come on, Frank, the Second Amendment doesn't help. They can take us out anytime they want." Well, in some, in, to some degree, that is true. But they would have already done it if not. For the fact that we have millions of guns because it would just be nasty. It would be it would really be dirty. They'd really have to show their hand. And really, the only reason we're able to even speak up and say anything of our opinion or anything now is because we have guns.
0: Yes. And we have people willing to use them. And that's the key thing. And of course, they try to say, oh, you become an extremist. No, actually, we're not the extremists here. It's called self-defense. And people need to grasp the fact out there in politics that uh, if you're involved in things that are harming the nation and people can't have redress because you're shutting down all political channels. Well, then, hey, you know, then you're bringing things upon yourself and don't come to us for sympathy type of thing. So, yeah, I I agree, Frank. Well,
1: I hope my analysis is wrong and I hope I have to come on and eat crow uh, at some point.
0: Well, we both uh, do. You know. We both do, but yeah. uh, we have to be realistic. And because, as uh, Frank, what a lot of people are telling me is they are now making their basically bug out scenarios. They're saying, "Okay, look, if it gets this nasty, and it really does implode, we need a bug out scenario."
1: Yeah. You okay, know. I'll get out of your way. Thank
0: you. All right, thanks, Frank. That's Frank. Everybody, North Carolina. And just want to say, it is listener sponsored and supporter radio. It does rely upon your donations to help keep the network alive, up and running. Everybody, we say this every week, but again, we do ask that you please make a three dollar, two dollar, one dollar, five dollar donation on behalf of Inside the Eye Live. Again, you don't have to agree with everything; we're not asking that. Trust me, we understand your points of views, but. We still get a very good platform. If you enjoy this show, you enjoy the programming that we bring you twice a week, five hours is not a joke, everybody, uh, of content. And again, over a reasonably very stable network without any hassles, without any headaches, again, support us. We are number one by far probably at this stage show on this network. And you guys can imagine why. We are the only, not the only, but probably the primary show that is speaking about the issues that affect America today. And we have been doing it longer than anybody out there, basically, for the most part. And we have been on this message for years and years, long before it is mainstreamed out there. So, guys, support the network that supports you. Make a donation on behalf of Inside the Eye Live to revolution.radio at revolution.radio. That's right, revolution.radio. All of that really does help us, guys. Without your assistance, it makes things again very, very difficult to get anything done out there. And it's very, very important again that we have support from you, the listener. And, uh, that's all we have to say about that. So anyways, it's time for the tell Cat Report. Climb up the world
1: with- Get off the host train, the stream, the first stop! What do you think? I should add a lady
0: co host to this? It's nice if you've got someone you can pay some. <laughs> Just be careful if you use lady co host <laughs> <laughs> You
1: know what I need to do?
0: I need to fly to Cornwall.
1: The <laughs> <laughs>
0: like yeah, then to at to the bar. Just put a picture of Fetch here. From you we and I ought to do a show together, the Grand Fetcher show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's change it from Fetch because I don't overshadow you. So if I go to Fetch, it's like who's Fetcher? Wake up, get
1: off the hoax train, the hoax train. The next stop is reading a
0: diary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this live? <long? laughs> yes, it is. I'm not listening to this. I'm not listening back to this You know, maybe maybe Grism is going to cut this part out. He's going to take
0: this wasn't live. I know they were listening. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yes. Because it's time for the Itel Primetime Cat Report, sponsored by Graham Hart and the Graham Hart Show with Bryzer, which streams live every Monday on Cornwall Revolution Radio at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern, and by Graham Hart's song, The, hoax train, the hoax, train, hoax, hoax train, where a little historical humor triggers the hoaxers and anti-semi-hunters like to listen to The Graham Hart Show, visit grism.blogspot.com before showtime for all the Listen Live and Chattery. Uh, <laughs> hello, everybody. I'm back. Anyways, this this week's Oive moment, or not Ove moment. We'll get to that in a second here. The Cat Report. Uh, you know what we're thinking of doing, everybody, just to kind of fill you in here. We may ask you to help save the Cat Report one more time. Now, what's happening here is we're going to be moving. Uh, out of the country. It's going to be a huge move. It's a, a bit more expensive than I anticipated, and we want to take the cast with us. So we're thinking of making a Save the Cat Report GoFundMe page. It's not up yet, but uh, everybody give it some thought there because it's going to be, again, the move halfway across the world because that's what I'm doing here. Uh, it's actually proving to be a little bit more over budget than I was expected. And, again, we have done everything we can to keep the costs down. I have learned today that we can actually ship the cats over without me being on the airplane which is a really good thing because I can find cheaper flights on different airlines than if I were to take the one flight. There's only one airline here that could actually transport the cats over to the Philippines, which is where we intend to relocate here. So again, we're thinking about putting a GoFundMe account together to basically save the cat report because I want to take the cats with me. So we're going to maybe ask for you if you'd like to help save the cat report and save the cats so I can actually afford to take them with me. Uh, we're going to be asking for that. Uh, we'll let you know by maybe even Saturday whether that GoFundMe goes up, but give it some thought, everybody. Again, I'm, te- you know, just, you know, just budget wise we're you know, we're looking at just, it's man, I'm just shocked at how expensive it really is, but just to get their shots and everything and the paperwork in order and the certificates and the notarization, just that if I want to take three cats, which is what I want to do, uh, it is 105 JD, which is about 140, about basically 150 bucks. 150 bucks times three cats is $450 right there just for the paperwork. Then you got to get them, of course, to the aircraft and get them on board. I saw pricing something to the effect of on one airline, uh, something like total for two cats. I'm only going to take two to begin with simply because the other one, Da da, da 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 she gave birth that's right we have four new kittens everybody and no i'm not going to be taking the kittens we'll be giving those to a pet store one of the good pet stores down this down the street from me so basically we have got four new kittens everybody two white ones and uh, those were the first two to come out And one kind of blackish, grayish, orangish kind of mixed colored cat, she was, he or she, I haven't checked yet, was number three. And then a white cat with just some coloring on top of the head and a little bit of patchy orangish color on the back, orange and black on the back. Uh, but for the most part, a, a white cat, uh, came out as number four. I was there while she gave birth. Uh, I was actually not there for the first one. I was like sitting here working on something. I think I was doing some editing or something for the website and I heard this kitten and I'm like, Oh man, please don't tell me somebody put some kittens on my front door. I really can't afford any cats right now because people do that. They know we're a good, good family and we take care of the cats. So kids and mothers and fathers and they will actually Actually come to us with kittens to my door. And they say, oh, this is a cute kitten. Would you like a cat? Could you please take care it? And it's like, no, I'm sorry. We can't take care of the cat. So basically, you know, I'm thinking somebody brought me another kitten. So I'm like, oh, shoot. And I don't know. It was kind of quiet for about three, four five minutes. And then I heard the kitten again. And I'm like, oh, that's inside. Ah, Pressy just has. She's already having her babies now. She was getting pretty darn big, everybody. So she Again, two days ago, gave birth to four kittens. And just today, just today, she started to leave the kittens and kind of wander around the house. She came down, sat on my chair for a little bit, sat on me for a little bit uh, just to say hello and had a nice meal outside. She was like being a princess here. So she was getting like food brought to the, the litter where the kittens are. And she found a great place right on top of one of our moving boxes right up there. We put some nice what do you call it rugs down and so they're they're very comfortable and soft and she's there and she's very she feels very safe obviously because she hasn't tried to move them yet so that's very good and the other two cats leave her alone for the most part so we are now proud mothers and fathers of four new kittens here isn't that kind of cool and you know what let's just call it that look for the just call that. That's that's a Cat Report, everybody. <laughs> Proudly sponsored by Graham Hart and the Graham Hart Show with Bryzer. Again, catch it every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern at grism.blogspot.com. It's kind of like a Grism original there. So grism.blogspot.com. You'll see it basically a sticky note every Monday. You'll be able to catch the chat links and the stream links right there. You won't miss it, trust me, if you go there like at 4.30 Eastern Time, you'll catch it. Don't worry, everybody. It's there, I promise. It is there. So, that is the Cat Report. Oy vey! Oy it's like another shower.
1: up Oy vey! Oy vey! Oy vey, everybody! Oy vey. How is it run by Jews? It's
0: owned by Jews. Very,
1: Very goddamn angry at some of the Jews... <laughs> I thrive on Boy of Years. The Oyve Oy
0: vey, Oy Oy Moment is proudly sponsored by Andrew Carrington Hitchcock, author of The Synagogue of Satan, updated, expanded, and uncensored. The Synagogue of Satan, updated, expanded, and uncensored, features a rapturous 144,000 words that is replete with additional articles never before seen in print, And After having its distribution banned by Amazon and Lulu, The Synagogue of Satan, updated, expanded, and uncensored, is now available from Andy himself at andrewcarringtonhitchcock.com. Get your copy today, won't you? Of course... Don't forget to listen to Andy's The Andrew Carrington Hitchcock Show, which streams Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. to 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern on Eurofolk Radio at eurofolkradio.com. To listen, simply visit eurofolkradio.com during showtime and click on the Listen Live link or visit andrewcarringtonhitchcock.com for Andy's free show archives, which comprises one of the most extensive guest lists in the alternative media. And this week's OiVE moment is going to come from from. Let me see where I want to go. Let me first go to the UK. And dear readers, oh, we're so broke. We're a great reporting agency, and we need your donation of five dollars per month to keep our awesome press free. Get out of Face, that's from the Jerusalem Post. You guys, you guys suck, but we're going to use it today. Coming from Israel, and no, we don't want to do that one first. We're going to go first over to the United Kingdom. And what's happening here is you had two very different sentiments at a UK House of Lords debate on anti Semitism, it's only about Jews, guys. Baroness, Baroness, hair, tongue oh, that's kind of kinky sounding, Baroness Tongue. Blames Israel for Jew hatred. No, 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 Miss Baroness, tongue, Tongi, Tongue, I don't know how do you say your name. It's not. It's not Israel. It's Jewish behavior, man. It's Jewish policies. It's Jewish in-your-face insults. It's Jewish in-your-face chutzpah. That's what causes anti-Semitism. It's Jewish people telling us that we have to believe their history. And if we don't, we're all kinds of negative things that are basically so negatively connotated that Jews can justify doing whatever they want to us. So consequently, how do you expect us to get along with the Jewish community when this is their behavior? It is not Israel, Miss Baroness. It is far more complicated than that. Now, citing the rise of anti-Semitism, can you really have a rise of anti-Semitism if you don't have a rise of idiotic, stupid, perverse Jewish policies? Think about it. Does, if if Jews were not in your face every day, twenty-four-seven, making problems for you and your family, and your country, and your city, and your your communities, would there be a need for anti-Semitism? Absolutely not. Guys, it's so simple. The the rise in anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism or anti-Jewishness. I think Semitism is is dishonest. Just say anti-Jewish. The rise in anti-Jewish sentiments is directly a result of Jewish behavior, Jewish policies, Jewish actions, Jewish impositions. The sadistic way in which Jews will try to destroy people. What do you think to, to to those of you in the Jewish community? Nobody's paying attention to you. Do you think we all this whining like a bunch of crybabies is actually going to get our sympathies here? Oh, and if you don't buy, we're gonna we're gonna jail you. Well, that's going to get you even more sympathies, right? No, it's going to just double down our resolve to realize that this is a universal problem here, and it's called. Jewish what policies Jewish behavior I don't know what you want to call it but they said here within living memory of the holocaust no 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 and no again there was no holocaust get out of our face first of all everybody in the Jewish community do you recognize Jewish involvement in what happened to the Soviet union and russian and orthodox russians do you inside of the Jewish community literally do you recognize what happened in the Ukraine do you recognize what happened with Jewish people advising Mao Zedong do you recognize any of these holocausts and if you don't why don't you get out of our face about this denial crap because your history is fake 603 or 630 Eric good hi welcome inside the iLife oh hi How was that I for I thought a, I was just calling to, to hear what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? I should be smarter than, I should be smarter than that. There is a listener live number, but I'm always too silly to announce it. I should just make it part of the show. Uh, but there is a listen live number, but this is actually the listen participation number. How's that sound? Listener oh, participation. Okay. Number. Well. So well, since you've called, I was going to participate. But I was going to, I was going to eavesdrop first. Well, <laughs> thanks for eavesdropping. You finished your eavesdropping. You know what? Do you think eavesdropping should be changed? I'm thinking eavesdropping is politically incorrect. It should be Adam's dropping. What do you think? Uh, Come on, that's a joke. Oh. Quick, 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 quick. Adam and Eve, eavesdropping.
2: <laughs> I get it. I get uh-huh. it. But you know what? men Men don't really care about the gas. war. women tend to, to like it more
0: <sighs> anyways i'm I, I'm pretty sure eavesdropping has a little esoteric connotation there, but I'm just just me hey, Anyways, what's, what's on you? what's on your mind who your name and where are you calling from? This is Erica from oh, hi Erica. I'm Erica what are you calling during the hi, o- er- what are you calling during the oive moment for this is the oive moment. Do you realize that people the wait voice- up all week waiting for the Oyve moment? This is like the highlight of people's listening week?
2: Oh, yeah. This, well, see, you caught me unprepared. Like I said, I was going to eavesdrop, and I was going to do a little bit of research on this Trump 88 thing. I don't know if you've heard about it. I haven't. Okay. Well, supposedly, and, and maybe some of your listeners in the chat can help me out here because I didn't get to research it a whole lot, but something is supposed to happen um, in August eighth or something like that. Uh, and, but I know that Trump's birthday is in June, so that doesn't really make sense. But something, some kind of like false flag, people are predicting are going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I know 8th, August
0: eighth is like my cousin's birthday, so probably they're timing it with my uh, cousin. You know, but but they're not supposed to know that. You know, <laughs> well. What did your cousin do? No just I have no idea, <laughs> to be honest with you.
2: Um, but see, And I didn't have time to research a whole lot, so I'm not exactly sure what it is they think is going to happen, but with all this Iran stuff going on, and I know that there was those tankers that got um, bombed or torpedoed, or we don't know what exactly happened to them, because of course they're trying to cover that up, but... Um, it's probably going to be a nice false flag to get us into the
0: Venezuela mess and, and all that mm. good stuff. You know what, though? I've been hearing opposite. You know, Trump is basically pissed off about Venezuela. He was sold that this was going to be easy, that Guaido was going to be able to succeed, that they had support within the military. Oh, don't worry, Mr. President, it's going to go down just like butter, and nothing happened. From what I hear, actually, Trump is kind of pissed off at this whole Venezuelan thing because he got sold a bill of goods and nothing went down. So basically, right. he looks like an idiot because everything he's done is just making life miserable for everybody inside of Venezuela, just like it's making life miserable for everybody inside of Iran. Right. And there's no easy solution to it. It's just a bunch of war hawk neocons, which he's basically in with anyways when he, when, because he's basically an Israeli agent at the stage pushing this right, and, and they've never oh, been right, and they've never on. had a Will success. They've yeah, never had a success. success. I mean, from American point of view, they haven't succeeded in the, the greatest batch of losers we've ever had. Erica from the Harsh Reality, everybody. She's calling from Chicago. We are now officially going into a break. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. It's The Fetch, Inside the Eye Live. Prime time. Uh, Thursday, what is this? June the 20th, 2019. It's about 2.04. Everybody in the morning here in Amman, uh, it's warm. It is warm. I've shut all the windows because these these geniuses outside that like to honk at uh, basically lines of cars that are 15, 20 deep. You know, it's, it's the Jordanian thing to do. Um, what is it? 80, it's 80 degrees in here. It's not so bad, but it just feels kind of stuffy without the air. Uh, let's see. I, I don't know. I, I was trying to follow along in the chat room. I didn't do such a great, great job there, but the chat room is not humming again. 20 is considered humming, but it's doing very, very well. We got about 17 people in there. One, uh, people are talking about the cats, guys. Well, I don't know what you, man, you guys can't be bashing on cats, man. That ain't a good thing. If you're bashing on cats, it's not good. Uh, let's see. Uh, someone said it costs $10,000 over the lifespan of a cat for one cat in their country, man, that's expensive. That is expensive. All all I want to do is just get my cats over to over and out of the country, which is going to be probably about 700 to a thousand dollars, quite frankly. And we're going to make it happen guys. We will make it happen because we are, we are just that good and nice of a people here. Uh, let's see. We got, we got, to finish up, let's say the oive moment. Let's kind of get this oive moment rolling again because I'm not done. <laughs> I thought I saw a cat. It's not. It's one of the girls' foot down at my feet here looking like <laughs> we're, we're cleaning up. I mean, beds are taken apart. It's getting nasty over here, guys. Uh, let's see. This is about the Democrats. I don't want the Democrats. I got so many windows open. Live chat. Yeah, that'll work. Okay, we're going back to the UK House of Commons story. Now, what they're complaining about is rising anti-Semitism. They say that, quoting here, that is where we are today. Within living memory of the Holocaust, anti-Semitism has returned exactly as it did in the 19th century, but when people had begun to feel that they had finally vanquished the hatreds of the past. Look, you people in the Jewish community screw you with this type of attitude. Seriously, seriously, it's an insult. This is intellectually and patently dishonest, unethical, and insulting, guys. And nothing more than that. This is gaslighting. It is in your face. We have nothing to do with this. We have every right to go after our own policies here in the West. We have every right to do these policies free of Jewish influence if we so choose. And we have every right to shout down any Jew that sits there and says, you don't have that right. Because it's not their country. They are a minority in our country. And they're quoting here today there's there is hardly a country in the world, certainly not a single one in Europe, where Jews feel safe. Well that's not our problem. Get the heck out. Seriously, get out of the get out of these countries. That's why that's why World War Two was fought at the end of the day. Because you Jews wanted Israel. Once you got Israel on the backs of tens of millions of Western European deaths, you then just basically reneged, Like excuse the term, a Jew, and you didn't go. You still stuck around, and then you wanted to destroy our countries even more and whine and bully and cry and sit there and whine and bully and cry some more. It's pathetic. It has become so pathetic from these people. And Then they quote here, it is hard to emphasize how serious that is. No, what's serious is you continue to make problems for all of us, and then you want to sit there and whine, cry, and bully and not allow us to have a political solution to the problems you people in the Jewish community and all of your Jewish political operations are actually giving and throwing at our feet. That's the real problem here. Now, alluding to what they call the UK Labor Party, which is under far left leader Jeremy Corbyn, he has been racked by anti-Semitism. No, he hasn't been racked by anti-Semitism scandals. He's been racked by a bunch of whining, crying bullies within the Jewish community. And quite frankly, it has to get to the stage guys. It has to get to the stage and mark my words on this. Mark the words that the use of the term anti-Semitism will be smashed. And those who use it will be rightly put back in their place and they will be shut down and shut up because quite frankly, it has become intolerable. We have nothing to do with the past history of Europe. We live in today. We have nothing to do with the wrongs that Jews did to people a 100 centuries, a 100 years ago and why people rebelled against them. These aren't our issues. It isn't for us to have to literally cringe and be afraid of something that happened in the past when we have nothing to do with this today it has all of this has no bearing on us today we don't need to be involved in why you jews had problems 100 years ago we need to be involved in why we have problems with you jews today and why it is you think you have a right to shout us down every time we voice in opposition to your policies because that's really all this is coming down to It has nothing to do with anti-Jewishness, which you call anti-Semitism. It has everything to do with our rights to put forward our own political philosophy, our own political will, free of Jewish influence. And if you want to use the term on us, as they do in the Jewish community all the time, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism is anti-Jewishness, anti-Jewish policies. That's what it is, folks. has nothing to do with hatred. Screw these people who are gaslighting. It should be wrong for these people to use that term. It should be a criminal offense for these people to use that term. Enough is enough is enough is enough. These people will not stop. They cry. They bully. They whine. They scream. They interrupt. They make problems. They're violent. They will suffer, or I should say stop it, nothing until they actually get their way, which is complete domination. And you know what? Subjugation of us for what? They've lived happily in our countries, yet they don't want us to be free. They don't want us to be happy inside of our own countries. It is beyond a shame for the Jewish people to behave the way that they do, but they don't have shame. That's the key point here. They like to project onto you so that you have shame, but they will never, ever, ever experience it because it is not part of their DNA. This Baroness tongue went on to blame Israel for anti-Semitic violence, stating there was a surge in violent activity after the Operation Protective Edge in 2014. You know what? 2014, most of us don't care about Operation Protective Edge in 2014. We care about the policies Jews do today. We care about Jews sitting there putting together laws in Florida, basically preventing us from even talking about the Jewish issue, and then go signing the bill over in in Tel Aviv or Jerusalem as if to say, screw you in Florida, we Jews run your state. See, we even run our governments over here, and what are you going to do about it? Those are the reasons why there is a rising a uh, tint or hint of anti Semitism here. It has nothing to do with Operation. Heck, most Americans wouldn't even know what Operation Protective Edge is. Trust me, Miss Baroness, nobody cares. What people care about is what happens to them today, now, inside of their rooms, what they're doing now. That is what people care about. They care about seeing their friends and their family. Tarred and feathered because some Jew didn't like what they said. That's what people care about, Baroness Tongue. They don't care about what happened in Gaza in 2014. Now, Lord Dale Campbell Savers, he's a Labour Party member, echoed Tongue saying the line between legitimate criticism of Israel actions in West Bank and Gaza it gets the real uh, it, the Jewish president has become blurred. Well, first of all, it shouldn't be blurred. Because it has nothing to do with Israel. It has everything to do with Jewish politics, Jewish behavior, Jewish actions within our very own communities. That's the issue here. The idea that we should always look over to Israel. No, let's look at our Jews today. What are they doing in America? They're helping to flood our countries with tons of mass migrants. They're working overtime to take away our First Amendment, Second Amendment rights. Everywhere we look, Jews are opposed to our American way of life and nobody wants to talk about it. They want to just say, oh, I don't want to be called anti Forget it. It's called anti-Jewish. Just drop Semite because this is, a, this is a slur. This is a hate speech from the Jewish community. Any Jew that uses it should be smashed for using hate speech, gaslighting. They're insulting you. They're insulting me. They're insulting our entire society when they come out with this phrase. It is so patently unethical and dishonest that it is time that people sh- stand up, shout it down, and make it painful for these people to use that terminology in your face because they're insulting you, me, and our entire society every time they use it. And that's an issue that people need to start to come to grips with. It is an assault on all of us. It is an insult to all of us. It is an affront to all of us. And until we start to take this attitude, shout it back down, make it to where it's too politically painful for them to use this term. Only then will it stop, folks. So think about it. How do you do it? How do you make it maneuver? How do you make it to where that politician is embarrassed to even use it? Like, what a moron. Did you just call someone an anti-Semitic, you you complete clown? I I would actually be cussing right now if I wasn't on radio. Seriously, I would be cussing right now because it, it has become so galling, so infuriating. Then we can go on over to Israel. Extended Oyvay moment, guys, and Deborah Lipstadt. It tells you the disgusting, debauched, degenerate mindset of the Jewish people when they say things like this. I'm reading about the Nazis. Oh, wow! You're reading about the Nazis, and then she has something to say that is so patently degenerate Jew, that you just have to wonder what's the matter with these people. She says, anti-Semitism is like herpes. It never goes away. Well, you know what never goes away, Miss Deborah Lipstadt? Jewish whining, crying, and bullying. That's what never goes away. Give us, again, the gaslighting, insulting affront that these people engage in 24-7, folks, has got to come to an end. She is a pure punk to get up there and use such terminology against a lot of us who are far less privileged, far less benefited by our our cultural affiliation as she and yet she thinks she has a right to essentially insult all of us. The most privileged, whining class in, in the Western civilization. So she's reading about these Nazis, and she's, she's considered a Holocaust expert. No, she's not. She's a Holocaust fraud. She's a Holocaust fraud. We should get our courts together, drag them into our courts, our courts, and then let her go and try to sell this stuff. And I guarantee you, she won't win a single case. She won't win a single case in our courts. We should try her in our courts. We should laugh at her in our courts, and she should be jailed for fraud in our courts, and remember our courts. These people just don't know when to shut up. They don't know when to be quiet. They don't know when, most importantly, to stop. They just don't know how to stop. And she says there, social media, and again, we hear this same thing across Jewish groups, across the political spectrum. I don't care if it's the UK, if it's Germany, if it's the ADL. Other issues inside of America, they're all saying the same thing. And it's like this, quoting, social media makes it possible to spread ideas, which is true. In the past, if I had an idea, I would tell five people and they would tell five people. And over time, it would maybe reach 300 people. But with social media, I can reach 10,000 people in a few minutes. Well, yeah, you can, except for the fact, Ms. Lipstadt, is that you Jews are constantly censoring us. You're constantly blocking us. You're constantly not allowing us to get out there and speak our mind, yet you Jews are allowed to speak your mind at every every venue, and nobody says a word because you're privileged. Oh, I'm a little Jewess. I can say what I want. But those who you disagree with, oh, you're a Nazi hater, and then you stop everybody. And you don't allow these ideas to get out because you Jews control the social media networks. Why didn't you talk about that, Miss Lipstadt? Because you're a liar and a fraud. Is that it? I'm not sure. I'm just questioning it. Because why would you actually believe in the Holocaust? Why would you talk the way you do? Why is it that we always feel these people are gaslighting us? That, I guess, guys... We'll get us to the end of this Oybe moment. Uh, that sounds like a good place to stop again. It's probably sponsored by the Andrew Carrington Hitchcock Show. Again, you can check the Andrew Carrington Hitchcock Show uh, at andrewcarringtonhitchcock.com or at eurofolkradio.com. And, of course, eurofolkradio.com does indeed. Uh, simulcast inside the iLive and inside the iLive primetime. So if you're listening over at those networks, everybody, hello from Amman, Jordan. All right. Join us in the chat room again. It's, uh, almost humming. It's, it's, uh, dot com. Click on the live chat button that gets you in the door there and. Telephone lines 1323 275 1314. That's 1323 275 Ah, the campaign against anti Semitism. Uh, I'll tell you what, another group that absolutely should be viewed as an enemy of the British people. Uh, that's my opinion as an outsider, but they're complaining to Charity Commission and Home Office. And listen to this crap put out by this organization. After Cambridge Union lets Malaysian Prime Minister Mahathir Mohammed and then he says the word spew. Oh, go screw you guys over the campaign against anti-Semitism. Screw you. You know what? Here's a prime minister intimately more connected to the ways of the world than you clowns over there at the campaign against anti-Semitism. And you're going to use this disrespectful language like a bunch of punky little guys wearing the small hats. As you are, of course. And you're going to complain and whine and try to bully a prime minister of another country. Jeez, you guys are idiots. Absolute, complete idiots. Now. When questioned on his views of the Holocaust, Mahatma said the Israelis should know from the sufferings they went through in the war not to treat others like that. Well, first of all, the Jewish people were safely tucked away in work camps. They did not suffer like the rest of the world did. They wouldn't know what suffering is. Not to them anyways. They would not know. Did you guys realize that there were maternity wards in Auschwitz? Maternity wards. Do you realize that there are many pictures available of weddings inside of Auschwitz taken by camp guards and where camp guards actually officiated over those weddings? Are you going to tell me that this is the hallmarks of a ruthless death camp? Give us a break already. You know what? We're tired of the lies. We're tired of the trash sent in our way constantly from the Jewish community. So for the campaign against anti-Semitism to go out there and attack a standing prime minister again, these people have got at some point to be put back into their place because it is absolutely galling the way in which they go about slandering, libeling people just because, hey, They got a small hat and you don't. Seriously, they got a small hat and you don't. You know, the MQ-9. MQ-9, I'll get this story in, I think, real quick. The MQ-9 Reaper, again, it's one of the top-level drones inside of the U.S. military arsenal. It is, I believe, both armed and unarmed. One, some are obviously done for intelligence gathering. And what happened was a statement came out this past Sunday, this past Sunday, of a drone was actually shot down on june 6th now this is like the third drone actually shot down over yemen we've actually got a lot of drones falling down from yemen here and it was purportedly brought down by an sa6 surface air missile fired by houthi rebels in yemen and, of course, the uh, here's the statements from the Americans. The altitude of the engagement indicated an improvement over previous Houthi capability, which we assess was enabled by Iranian assistance. Now, the point here is that this is what we call a weasel clause. Understand weasel clauses. Indicated means absolutely nothing. It means we don't know and we don't have a clue and we're basically stupid. But we're going to use this word to lead you into believing what we want you to believe. But the fact of the matter is, is we're not giving you a statement of fact here. We're just kind of indicating. That's called a weasel word. Listen to these weasel words. They happen a lot in foreign policy foreign state foreign policy statements etc now a week later on june 13th another surface to air missile shot at an mq9 surveillance drone over the gulf of arman gulf of oman but missed its target by about half a mile the weapon was used with a modified iranian sa7 missile according to CENTCOM. And the June 13 drone arrived minutes earlier over the empty front Altair, a tanker ship on fire in the Gulf of Oman. Now, how is that thing going to get there, guys? What was the trajectory? You have to understand what's really going on in the world out there. There are private armies everywhere. I won't say everywhere, but we have numerous private armies. Any of these private armies out there can pull any of this off. It doesn't have to be necessarily a state operator. It could be a contractor that has complete training from the state over years and years and years. But guess what? We have all kinds of capability out there just in private contractors. How exactly did that missile get over there? Because it was closer to Amman. What's the range of these type of missiles, folks? See, none of this information is being given to us, and of course, it's something that we would really have to flesh out if we are going to get close to understanding the truth is what is going on here. But just yesterday, again, we lost another reaper mq9 reaper drone over this time iran and iran is saying it's in our airspace the u.s is saying no it's not and everyone's saying well you know what that's a bad idea trump's oh you that was a huge mistake that you did oh oh," you know and and in the meantime trump's moving tons and tons and tons of assets over to iran and none of this can bode well quite frankly Uh, already we've had cases where U.S. bases in Iraq have been now hit with rockets. There have been no casualties. There was also an attack on an ExxonMobil uh, operations center and housing center in Basra. It resulted in the injuries of three people on the compound. Since then, ExxonMobil has shipped, flown, whatever you want to call it, 21 or 27, something like that, of their personnel over to Dubai to get them out of harm's way. So this is not going to bode well. Again, in my opinion, I don't know for a fact. I'm like you. I'm an observer. I'm out there watching it. I happen to be a little bit closer than you. I happen to hear things that perhaps you don't hear. But that's just part of the story. Anyways, it's the fetch, everybody inside the eye, Live Intelligent media for the politically we're actually it's inside the ally primetime back with more right after this all right everybody welcome back it's the fetch inside the I live intelligent media for the politically we're joining me from chicago erica the harsh reality erica how you doing I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Welcome back, man. I heard you got you got flame this past week. What's going on, man? Oh, with my computer, you mean? No, not the computer.
2: YouTube. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> um, yeah, they. Uh, I, I was going to have. Um, hang on one second. Sorry, media. You have a little bit of technical, the, technical. We're me technical things here. One yeah, second.
0: Um,
2: good. I did have... I had a Kevin McDonald set to come and uh, do an interview. So I lo- tried to log into my YouTube account, and all of a sudden it's gone. They didn't send me an email. They didn't notify me. They didn't say anything. Just boom, Gone. So I'm panicking because this was the second time I had I had already had to reschedule with him two times. So I'm like, oh, shit, do it. You know, (laughs) I pray to God that my backup channel is still there. It is. Okay, thank God. So um, but not only that, but the day prior, my computer got hacked again. So I, I had to rely on my Mac, which is slow and it's older. So it was one heck of a week, but we pulled it off. We, um, we got the interview, and it went really well. And
0: mm. I'm All right, Now, active. this is part of the censorship, of course, something we've been dealing with for quite some time. Are you familiar with, I think, Senator Hawley's bill that is going to put a right to freedom of expression on any website that has over 30 million viewers, $500 million in revenue, uh, wow. inside of the United oh, States, if you're doing business inside of the United States. Are you familiar with this?
2: No, no. What's the, can you tell me the name of it again? Yeah, look it section,
0: up. first of all, Section 230 is the law that built the modern internet. If you're not familiar with Section 230, everybody, this is something that myself, Erica, and so many people out there in the mainstream, uh, alternate streams, okay, we're like mainstream, alternate media you know and so what we've been dealing with is this thing called section 230 and we've talked about it a little bit uh, it's now been brought up on Tucker Carlson it's now going into a bill i think i think his name is holly i'm trying to find it also myself but essentially what section 230 does it allows an internet company like a Facebook, like a YouTube, to basically be shielded from any liability for any content on its platform so long as it provides a free, fair, and open Internet platform. Now, the second that these guys get into any type of editorializing, they become a publisher. And they have been shielded for years and years and years relative to this publishing clause here through the Section 230, and now there is an amendment being put, not really an amendment, really an amendment to the Section 230 section of the Communications Decency Act of 1996 that would essentially take away their um, – liability protection as an internet operator. So that is something that is now on the table. We don't like to see a lot of government involvement here in, but we have been calling for this. I don't know about you, but Erica, we've been calling about this, talking about section 230 for months and months and months ago. And once again, we are way ahead of the curve here and we are now seeing some action in the political world. So that is what is at stake here, Erica. So you should be like looking into that section 230 you everybody else and and again it's becoming mainstreamed it's now a bill has been entered into congress to make this happen
2: okay well you know I'm going to look this up after the show and later tonight I will stream on youtube about it um on my backup channel of course mm-hmm. i hope i hope that you know cuz this the, these laws that they're passing now are just it's crazy um you yes. know, they're trying you know, if if you do this or you say that, then you can be charged like in Florida, you could go to jail if you don't pay this fine and I mean this is insane. And you know, the HR three three six bill, which is a federal bill, um, you know, preventing you from saying or mentioning or, or participating in any kind of kind of boycott or divestment from, you know, with
0: Against Israel and okay, I got a question. React. Anti-Semitism in America. Anti-Semitism in America. uh Is it Israeli based or is it Jewish action based? Which is, of course, anti-Semitism is just anti-Jewish, and it's really anti-Jewish policies is what I view anti-Semitism is nowadays. Is this Israeli based or is this Jewish policy based? I think it's it's one of the same. Um, to do be honest really? with you, do
2: you really think people? I do. I don't know
0: that much in America.
2: I think that they use, try to use Israel uh, as our well. There are not about Middle East, So we have American.
0: to, but I think it's more of a Jewish thing. Eric, you know, know I, I see American citizens. Do they really care about what's going on to the Palestinians? Do they really okay. care? Mm. No. Well,
2: they don't. No. Uh, they don't overall, I, but it is catching care. on. It is catching well, yeah, but on. but, but it's they don't care.
0: Much. The point here is they don't care. They don't care, Erica. Nobody cares. In America. Right, right. In fact, in America, they largely support Israel. So therefore, Israel right. cannot be the cause and the source of anti-Semitism in America. It has to be something else. Right, and right. Before the rising <laughs> head, it has to be Jewish behavior. It has to be Jewish policies. What else would it cause it? If, if there's no, if things don't happen out of a vacuum, and I think that's the problem we have right. with the Jewish community, they assume everything's in a vacuum. They don't want to take responsibility for their own actions. Well, that's
2: right. I totally agree with you. You're 100, 100 percent spot
0: on. 100%. I wish I had more than 100 percent. I'd like to be 105 percent, but I just can't get that. High. The only guys that goes 100. I say 150. I
2: was oh. everything you said. Everything you said. You were just spot on. I'm like, yeah, get him, fetch, get
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like your dogs. I'm except for I'll be a bulldog bark. <laughs>
2: You my know. my dogs agree with you too. Hang on a second, we're in the other room. Cheering, on, ah, the fetch, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> cheering on the fetch,
0: everybody. Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> They're cheering on the fetch.
0: That's great, radio man.
1: <laughs>
0: Anyways, guys, that's Eric in Chicago with, I guess, her mutts. Uh, I got yeah. cats, but they're pretty silent. They don't make a lot of noise, and that's why I like cats because they're quiet. You know, The only time they make noise is when they want to get fed. And it's only one. I only got the one cat. The others are quiet. But Spiker, man, he just talks up a storm.
2: Um, um, she's part Siamese when, where she's like, meow, meow. Like she talks like a human.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar, but you go back a year ago, and somebody dropped this in the chat room. It's very, very good. And everybody has to understand here, guys, we are under an onslaught of censorship. We are under an onslaught of really policies designed to shut us out of the political process. And the article came out a year ago, and it was very funny because I remember I used to be a contributor to the chat rooms, uh, comment section at Russia Insider. And I was banned frequently, blocked frequently because I was, quote, unquote, an anti-Semite. And I thought it was patently unfair because I'm generally pretty fair in how I word things. And in 2018, they came out with something. It was called It's Time to Drop the Jew Taboo. And to date, it has now garnered over 240,000 views. And guys, it's really time that we start talking about the Jew taboo. Because with all due respect, this is the major political issue of our era today. If we don't have the Jew taboo, we don't have immigration. If we don't have the Jew taboo, we don't have the banking crisis of 2008 and all those tens of millions of people that were kicked out of their homes. Did you hear, Erica, what happened in, I believe it was, Washington State? They actually had this past week – this is coming from a Christian group, so take it with a grain of salt – but they had an LGBT gathering. They basically pulled a surprise LGBTQ library reading, and the the people oh. got wind of it, and so they went to protest this against the uh, LGBTQ community. Right. And the event was actually protected by snipers on the roof. What? Yes, that is crazy. It was protected by snipers on the roof. That's what is again. It's a it's a christian again a christian thing uh that was reporting this but it is absolutely uh oh, unbelievable I, if you can imagine uh, an lgbt and basically they, it's you know what i was thinking erica you've heard the story of, so- of sodom and not sodom and gomorrah but basically the flood you know the flood you know the, uh, right. the Jewish flood right and basically yeah. the world was so evil and it could not be saved. The Lord God said, it's time to just blow this thing to smithereens because they're so corrupted. There's just nothing I can even do about it. Right. And you know, I look at what's going on inside the West and I'm like, man, the West is getting to be like that. It's like, there's nothing we can do to stop this thing except just blow the darn place up and start all over again.
2: Right. Right. Well, and you know, I, I, I say that it's going to take something similar to that to wake people up and get people moving and active and, you know, like a, a war, unfortunately, on our soil to, um, start making things right again because this is so out of control and so out of, um, sanity. It's just so crazy and insane that it, it, it they, the, and the government is giving the, very minority, you know, there is such a minority, this group, such political power over the general population that's not like this. It's, it, 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 and there's so few of them, there is no reason to even give them this power because there's so few of those people genuinely like this. The majority of them are just simply gay men or whatever, you know, I'll probably get uh, <laughs> some hate mail or whatever for saying that, but it's true. And, um, you know, they're destroying our, our culture, they're destroying our society and forcing parents to lose um, authority over their children. And, and there's court overreach where parents are losing custody of their kids when they tell them, no, they can't have cross-sex hormones and, you know, allowing children to have at 13 years of age to get mastectomies. I mean, this, it's just, it's so insane.
0: So it is. Insane. And of course, this is the one thing that Putin saw, and I'm not a Putin, necessarily a Putin file, but I'm not a Putin phobe either. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I don't dislike him. I think he does his best for his country to the best of his abilities, better than our politicians, for sure. At least that's my take yeah. on it. I'm not saying it's, it's, I'm not there. I can't be 100% sure. But he said that, you know, there. we're not going to allow you to target our children. If you want to be gay, fine, be gay, but you're not going to target our children. And of course, America's uh, L, you know, LGBTQ community, they went up in arms about, oh, this guy's a, a homophobe. It's like, you know what? Homophobia, yeah. it's <laughs> you know, just... irrational distrust or hatred of right. something. This isn't irrational. We are not being irrational so there's it's it 's a mislabel again it's gaslighting we 're not irrationally hating anything. There are very sound reasons to not like what these people are doing
2: right it's right and uh, people need to uh, you know when you were talking earlier i couldn't i couldn't agree with you more people We need to stop worrying about whatever labels the left is going to throw out throw out at you because in the end it doesn't matter. It's their way or the highway they're not interested in dialogue they're not interested in compromise it's got to be their way one hundred percent or it's nothing well, if that's the case, then I'm choosing nothing you know I'm not going to agree with them if if they're not going to comp you know i'm i, I just I will not buy into this type of brainwashing and uh in sickness in in the way that they're trying to uh, poison the kids and it's the kids that bother me the most. If you're an adult, do what you want. But once you start pushing parents away and parents are losing their authority. And once you start trying to brainwash children and uh, you know, there's pharmaceutical companies making millions and billions of dollars off of this hormone industry and they don't know what these long term effects are on the children's brains because they're still developing. And there's so many risk factors with this, but they don't. Yeah, care.
0: there was a sad story oh. came out that you know a six year old girl came home, and essentially the school administration and the teachers had actually convinced her that she was no longer a girl. She was basically a boy, oh. and she was six years old unbelievable insanity going on inside of our colleges. Have you heard the John Cusick story? U.S. actor John Cusick. Have you heard about that? Tweeted out a racist anti-Semitic photo writing, follow the money with a photo of a hand with the star of David crushing people. And then the statement, to learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticize. Below the people being crushed, the meme says, is it not obvious? And then the statement, the Jerusalem Post goes on to say it joins an increasingly frequent number of celebrities, and Congresswomen, a newspaper cartoon, and other well-known commentators who expressed anti. Well, you know what? I don't. The term anti-Semitism to me is dishonest, unethical, and uncouth. It means right. anti-Jewish behavior. Period. That's right. Right. It's it's right. People are sick and
2: tired of their bullying and. Their all or nothing attitude, and they don't give there really isn't a choice. it's basically you're gonna do what we say period um and you don't there is no chance for dialogue or anything like that uh, and people are getting tired of it, and I'm happy to see that, but it I would like to see it uh, happen at a quicker. Quicker rates, but the, this is good news. I'm glad to hear all this. You no,
0: know, the Star of David isn't. Shouldn't we just start selling the Star of David as a hate symbol <laughs> and to a war on it? Well, How you know, if you were idea. to
2: follow their logic, if yes. you were to follow their logic, yes, it would be a hate symbol. Yes, it would. Yes, we. Sh- right. So
0: we should just start selling that I, again. People should be speaking right. up every time they see a Star of David, saying, well, "Get this hate symbol off of our lawn. Get it out of our yes. face. This is a hate symbol, and we don't want to see it anymore." And again, we have to start taking the Jewish formula since they only take things and twist it 180 degrees, start twisting it back. We got more people than they do and just start whining and bullying even more because that's basically what politics has devolved to. It's no longer about having a passion discussion about what's going on in the world today yeah. erica we're we're reduced basically to just whining with a bunch of losers because they don't want like you said, they don't want to listen to what we have to say, they don't want to hear anything other than our way or the highway, as you said mm-hmm.
2: yeah. yeah yeah, they uh. And it's time we do the 180, but we, but we have facts. We have truth on our side. So that's why they try to gaslight everybody. And if you say something, that's why they try to shut you down with all these labels like anti-Semitism or homophobe or this or that. And, you know, we all need to stand, you know, behind each other and say, no, this is actually this, this and that. And you're you're in the wrong and we're not taking it anymore. And period. Probably, you know, it's partly why I'm doing a, a program with Duvid the Jew. Uh, he comes on my show, and we and we debate about stuff, but we do it nicely, you know, so they can't penalize me or anything like that. But I want to get people talking again and yeah. feeling comfortable to address these issues. Good luck, you know? good luck. You
0: cannot talk with people from that group. Come
2: on. No, I'm not, I'm not. Right, I'm, not here, trying, to to I'm not to trying to convince no, him. <laughs> I'm not front trying
0: to
2: No, I'm not trying to convince him. I'm just trying to encourage people to. Think about it and, and be willing to talk about it. You know, the yeah. Gentiles, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. I know yeah. I'll never change this mind, yeah. and that's fine.
0: Listen, um, yeah, fine but I accept what, it. listen, what goes on inside their society, okay? That's the best way to start. Jerusalem Post, the fact is that people consciously choose to ignore the the, the anti-racist stuff when it comes to Jews. Can you believe this crap that they keep throwing out? Mm-hmm. Seriously, I mean, it's all about Jews. It's all about Jews. It's all about Jews. It says here, Jews, this is what they believe. Here's the problem. Jews are the only, 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 only a group. Gosh, only. What a big word. The only group, it's one of those four-letter words, singled out again and again and again and again and again by politicians, actors, the largest newspapers. They freaking run all of this stuff. Can you believe the crap that they're putting out here? This is, but this is what they sell to their own people. They yeah. run our politicians. They they control the actors. They control the largest newspapers, and then they're complaining about these groups, but they control them all. And then they go on to say that no other minority group receives such constant hatred. Don't you find the use of the term hatred to be insulting and offensive? Yes, absolutely. Weaponized. Yep.
2: So uh, weaponized, yes. Very, that's a very good description word.
0: I like that. Weaponized. Yeah, to me, the fact that you used it, they should be smashed. Listen, you just insulted us, man. You you tried to assault us. You tried to, to to throw this crap in our face, and it's dishonest, unethical, amoral, and purely intended to gain political advantage. And quite frankly, we are sick of it. And I don't know how you turn this. But these are issues that have to be – because they don't stop. This is their common language. It's like everything's hatred. Everything is bullying. Well, they're bullying, but everything is you know anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish, whatever. It's like these guys just don't know how to stop, Eric. And they won't, and that's why
2: people need to start talking about it and not care about this taboo that they've created. They've created this taboo about the Jewish problem or whatever you want to call it. Uh, they're the ones who created the problem in the first place, not us. And, you know, people need to uh, be comfortable addressing the facts again, like they used to, what, 20, 30, 40 years ago, you'd be able to talk about this kind
0: of stuff and yeah. not be afraid to do so. And we need to get back to that. You know, they they put this thing, you say hiding behind words like mistakes. Oh, it was a mistake. I'm sorry, Mr. Chu. It's a way to excuse it. Hiding behind it was stupid. I messed up. Reminds us of kids who make mistakes. Give us a break. You know what? That's the key thing here. Stop making apologies. It wasn't a mistake. I mean exactly what I said. Now, what are you going to do about it?
2: Right. <laughs> that's right. 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 Seriously. And, the, and they'll stand there and they'll look. They'll be shocked. They won't know what to say. And they'll just throw up their hands and walk away. Well, go ahead. Walk
0: away. But um,
2: yeah, it's that's exactly the attitude you have to have.
0: I'll tell you, man. So, what's news in Chicago? Any shootings today? Uh, I think
2: there was like oh, over. Come on, it,
0: Chicago! <laughs> you just over of course. <laughs> don't make this. You know, I really don't for catch, the listener. Don't like, of course, there's I a shooting in like Chicago. Catch. Yeah, <laughs> Chirac.
2: They call it Chirac now. Um, there Chirac? Was a- really? They and call it
0: Chirac? Yeah. Chirac, the the French (laughs) president.
2: (laughs) Well, I guess from our last conversation, if there's somebody from down south, Chicago, Chirac, you know, no, just kidding. (laughs) So, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of shooting still. There was a great way.
0: I forgot to bring this up. You know what? The Cubs got beat. They got smashed by the Dodgers this past weekend, man. Three games to one. And yeah. and the St. Louis Blues, you know what? I'm a big hockey fan, and people are saying, Fetch, what's the matter? You don't like St. Louis or what? You didn't give any props to hockey. Guys, the St. Louis Cardinals are not Cardinals. St. Louis Blues. Who is it? St. Louis Jet Blues, right? Man, you'd think I would know them. See, I'm not a big St. Louis fan. St. Louis Jews. <laughs> St. Louis <laughs> Jews. yeah. St. Louis Blues, I believe it is. The Jazz was basketball. I actually <laughs> I, did watch that series. By the way, Erica, I'm a big hockey fan. Are you a hockey fan? I like the I, I like the Hawks. Yeah, when I
2: like um, when they were on their winning streak every other year. Now they're not so good anymore. But yes, I, I do like hockey and I like football.
0: Really, I'm not a football fan. You know, in n l a LA, we don't have every year. Sometimes we have some good runs, but usually we call it every other decade. <laughs> I think we've had
2: one in like the past hundred years (laughs) for the Chicago Bears. Chicago
0: Chicago Cubs won in the last hundred and ten years, man, if you're lucky. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. So what do you think of Trump's statement? We're going to get rid of a million, a million immigrants. What was your thoughts on that as an American listening to this crap? What would you think? It's,
2: It's all bullshit. Excuse my French. It's I don't think I don't believe anything that they say. They're just, you know, they're trying that the election year is coming, and he's got to start talking the rhetoric again. And um, oh, we're we're getting some progress on the wall, and the wall will never be built. And it's just
0: it's the same old lies and. And then, what's the thoughts on about the Iran thing? Are, do you have anyone within your network talking about what's going on with Iran? Uh, are we going to war? Or what, what's What's the thoughts from your network about the Iran situation?
2: Um, you know, I haven't had time to really pay attention to the news past couple of days. I did hear that there was they might be trying to start the war, or you know, especially with this false flag with the sub. This, uh, come on, man. What yeah. was it? A vessel? The vessel that got hit, mm. and they don't know
0: what caused it. It's already so. shot down one of our MQ 9 Reapers today and released video to the public for everybody to see. So, we they've already started shooting. America's been basically flying over, and the Iranians are already shooting. Come on. Oh, uh, see, I didn't know that. I didn't I have much news. Gotta, gotta gotta move, man gotta move because this is primetime radio here we gotta stay up to date but yeah they're shooting they're shooting already man seriously we've lost four reapers in the past three months if you know what the reaper is it's our america's leading drone we've lost three over in yemen uh, one just about a week and a half ago, and now we've lost one over Iran. We've lost others in Iran. But again, why are they flying over Iran? What, what are they doing? There? Well, that, they, they're, Right. They're
2: going over in their airspace, so they have the right to shoot them. Eric, thanks for joining me for the final half
0: hour of the show. But we're out of time. Say bye. All right. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Saturday, Inside the Eye Live, Intelligent Media for the Political Aware, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern. See you then right here, Revolution. Radio. See ya. Bye, everybody. Good night.